Coons. How many of us know them? Coons. The ones we can depend on. Coons. How many of us know them? Coons. The ones we can depend on. Give a fuck about a hands, Welcome back to episode 28 of Black Explaining the Podcast and episode one of the Coon Busters. I'm so glad you could come back this week and you could join us. Y'all know I love coon shaming and that's what won this week. We had a little viewer's choice. All right. Everybody wants to hear the coon commentary, the coonmentary, if you will. And if it's one thing I'm on, it's your ass like white on rice. All right. We're going to get straight into it. There are a few specific individuals that I would like to talk about because coonery, as we all know, the coonery takes place in many different shapes and forms. You know what I'm saying? The first coon that, you know, I've highlighted on a few different episodes is Kanye West. All right, there have been many forms of his coonery. He's made anti-Semitic comments. He said that, you know, George Floyd died from a drug overdose. Like, there are so many ways that his coonery has reared its ugly head, especially in the past few years, because I think he just refuses to acknowledge that, you know, it's him that's ruining his own life. Okay, what did Taylor say? It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. And that's exactly what the case is here. And I think specifically when we look at individuals, because like Kyrie Irving, you know, Kanye West, Dave Chappelle, a lot of these people who are making these like, you know, we are the real black Israelites, we the black Hebrews type shit. I think a lot of times they're making this comments, one, because, and I apologize if this is not a term that we're using anymore in 2022, but these niggas are slow. They're slow in the mind, all right? They are slow in the head. They are slow in the abilities. They're slow in the understanding. Okay, they slow. Kyrie Irving think the earth is flat, okay? That nigga got special needs. He was on the short bus. And honestly, I don't understand why people are so outraged because he ain't, he touched, okay? He's special, all right? When you go to your auntie house, and her 27-year-old son uh, got a onesie on and he eating Frosted Flakes on the couch watching cartoons. That's Kyrie Irving, all right? He's special. But this special nigga got hops, all right, and a little bit of money. So he be online on the internet showing his natural black ass, okay? And I don't know, I have never met or seen anybody who has been this mad at science their entire life okay climate change denier vaccine or anti-vaxxer flat earth what the fuck did science do to you what did it do to you and this is all coonery y'all i know we think uh, for a lot of this i know i switched gears from kanye to Kyrie, but this is still coonery okay 
it's still coonery because you out here shucking and jiving and doing this white man dance, you know, denying science and, and, and spitting out this oppressive, bigoted rhetoric about stuff that you don't even understand. I wanted, I would bet you 100 US dollars that if you asked Kyrie Irving, to point out the geographical point of origin of the Hebrew people, he would point to um, Australia, <laughs> all right? He would point to Australia because he doesn't know anything. All right, but I let's let's switch gears a little bit. Let's let's get into some of the, you know, the specifics, the specifics, because the coonery knows no bounds. Like I said, the coonery, it knows no bounds. And especially when you see like rich black celebrities that get on their platforms and they spit out this oppressive rhetoric, whether it's homophobic, transphobic, anti-Semitic, you know, or, you know, further exacerbating the oppression of any other, you know, racial or ethnic minority group, it is because they think they have now transcended race, okay? Because they're so rich, they're so successful, they have started to conflate their race with their class. You see what I'm saying? In this rhetoric that they utilize has no room for intersectionality. And that's the problem. I mean, it doesn't all boil down to intersectionality, but I do think it boils down to a lack of understanding of, of, of ancestry, of history, you know, of geography, of science, of common sense. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I think life was better when these old niggas was just down with OPP. You feel what I'm saying? Are you down with OPP? That's the only question we should be asking niggas that are Dave Chappelle's age. Are you down with OPP? Cause I'm down with OPP. Why the fuck are you getting on television making all these comments? Okay. Like, like you an expert. You, you the, you the foremost authority. Shut the hell up, okay? And this is what I be saying, because I'm pretty sure, damn, hope my bad, y'all. Please pardon my interruption, y'all. I had some chicken in the air fryer, but like I was saying, you're the only, you're really not even the foremost authority on comedy. You know what I mean? And I, I'm willing to, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't detract anything from the talent and the contributions that Dave Chappelle has made to entertainment and comedy. Kanye West has made to, you know, music and production and those things like that. But I think their relevance is only coming from their controversy at this point. You know what I mean? Because the contemporary sets of entertainers that have emerged since their initial period of popularity, you know, they're not even looking at the Kanye Wests and the Dave Chappelles and the Kyrie Irvings as, you know, the who's who of their field anymore. You know what I mean? And you know what, y'all? I'm going to keep it a stack. I literally only knew Kyrie Irving because he dated Kalani. 
Did not know that nigga was dribbling basketballs for a, a while, a while. I didn't find out this year, but I'm not going to tell you when I found out because that would be embarrassing. Also, like, you know, it's so interesting to watch, you know, them just kind of spiral out of control because the Chappelle show specifically has so much commentary on race and class and the experience of black people, especially within the context of, you know, white imperialist American capitalism. Like, what does that experience look like? And and Kanye West has so much commentary on that as well. Like, you know, what does it look like to have the experience of a black man in America, a black man who's a rapper, a black man, you know, who is emerging and popularity they had so much commentary on that you know so much uh so much content that was consumed by people who had similar experiences and I think you know I I love to go back to the comments that Van Lathan made when he said fucking slavery is a choice because that's that's probably not I don't even remember if that's when the shucking and jiving started y'all but he, there are real world people who are impacted by these ridiculous comments that they get on TV and they get on the internet and make, and they're warping into something that it doesn't even feel real anymore because the only way they draw their relevance is through this controversial commentary. All right. And like I said before, it ain't nothing but some goddamn coonery. And that's so interesting that this is what especially Dave Chappelle has kind of transformed into. We knew Kanye West was cooning when he was out here talking about some, oh, I've been chasing after this white woman my whole life and, you know, woo, woo, woo and all this stuff. Okay, we knew that he was off his rocker. And since then, it has been back-to-back white women, okay? There's no, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that the coonery started pre-2010, you know, the shucking. And, and, and when I say that Black people who participate in, in oppressive rhetoric and the exacerbation of, you know, the oppression of other minority groups, I mean that in all fucking seriousness it ain't nothing but fucking coonery okay when you get on here and you pit these fucking struggles against each other you are only furthering the white man's agenda that's what i don't get like when kanye west gets here on michelle obama's good internet and he says things like oh the the jews are controlling the media they'll bleed you to you dry you know who that really is i'ma say it I'm going to say it, y'all, white imperialism, okay? It is not, you know, that specific. And I'm not going to, I, there is no, there's also, there's no lack of understanding on my part of what he's like really trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is, is that it's misguided. It is Christian white men who get up and cast a red ballot every four fucking years so that they can avoid paying taxes and build multinational media conglomerates who control the media. 
Okay, it's the entertainment conglomerates and the entertainment monopolies and, you know, the the content monopolies that are bleeding you dry, that are that you believe are trying to, quote unquote, brainwash people. And honestly, they're just accurately reporting what you're doing. And I think that the problem here is that he looks at the media coverage of his own behavior and the shit that he's saying that's coming out of his mouth. And he's like, well, I didn't say, yeah, you said it. Okay. You did them three bumps in the bathroom and you came out here talking about slavery was a choice. Okay. I don't look y'all. This nigga has been on a bender since 2011. All right. You did coke in the bathroom. You came out here and you said this anti-Semitic stuff. You saw it in the news and you were like, who the fuck said that? You on coke. That's what you said. It was you on that Hannah Montana, all right, on that Miley Cyrus, on that, those, you know, good old ski slopes. It was you. It was you. It was you. And the thing about it is that this divisiveness, and let me get back to the picture as a whole, because I think the comments that... Uh, these and, and not just Dave, Kyrie, and Kanye, but a lot of times, you know, when these hotep, you know, narratives come to light, it is usually because they want to, you know, outline a narrative in which the oppression of others is interfering with the oppression of themselves. And I really implore black people specifically to stop trying to play the struggle Olympics. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm not going to sit up here and say, because, you know, white people like to be like, well, we have gone through things too. And I'm not saying invalidate your own struggle, but I'm sitting up here saying that like playing the who was oppressed worse game, like my nigga, we all lost. (laughs) that's what oppression is we all lose this game you feel what I'm saying like you know it's especially like if you're and, and not that I'm of this perspective but even if you're like oh well what about slavery versus like the holocaust and these are real conversations that people have online like Obviously, you know, one is of a longer duration and of a greater magnitude, but like to pit them against each other, neither of us are winners <laughs> in this situation. You feel what I'm saying? Obviously, the impacts of slavery are different than the impacts of the Holocaust, and we do have to recognize that they were both great tragedies, but nigga. We all losers. (laughs) We were all oppressed, okay? And playing the struggle Olympics, it it does not, like, validate that your struggle is better. It just further reinforces the narrative to white people, you know, that black people think that they should be in the center of attention. And not that we are responsible for the narratives that white people create, but that's where the coonery comes into place, y'all. You just out here singing their same old song and dance like even the black people think it. What the fuck? Kanye West is not our representative. All right. As a matter of fact, I think at the last black conference, we might have booted his ass out. 
I'm have to check the minutes, but I don't think he's ours anymore. We might have given him to somebody. I, I'm going to check my notes, okay? Anybody, if anybody was at the meeting, let me know and uh, we can compare. But I think we booted him out. I think it was a unanimous vote, too. But no, in all seriousness, y'all, what I, what I am wanting is for y'all to pick up a book. You know what I mean? I want some of y'all to pick up a book. I want you to read, okay? I want you to stop getting conspiracy theories off of Reddit and Twitter and Tumblr and all of these other places where, like, you know, the bottom of the barrel people come together, create little groups for themselves, and then spout their uneducated, non-substantiated bullshit. And then everybody's like, well, look. That's what I've been saying all along. All right. You know what I want you to do, actually? Because Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, Dave Chappelle, all of these other, you know, niggas who are, are, are successful capitalists and have enough money to hire a PR firm to, to help them get out of these messes and continue to stand in the position that they do now. Because remember, we talked about this on the last Dave Chappelle episode. Cancel culture does not exist. It will never exist. But the rest of you... Yeah, you know who I'm talking to. I want you to get out of the basement and I want you to look for a job. All right. Uh, while you're down here agreeing with Kyrie Irving and his rudimentary understanding of history, geography, and pretty much everything else he knows, I want you to look for a fucking job. All right. I want you to get a goddamn job. I want you to disconnect from your mama's Wi-Fi because you're clogging it up and she's trying to work from home. And I want you to go out and I want you to look for a fucking job. All right. I want you to put that. I know this is the third Mountain Dew you've had today. I want you to pick up a fucking bottle of water because your kidneys can't take it anymore. All right. I want you to go outside and I want you to breathe in some fresh oxygen because, you know, this ass crack air that you've been breathing in in the dungeon you live in. It's not helping you any. All right. I want you to eat a vegetable, little piece of spinach, and I want you to see how your body rejoices when it finally gets a nutrient in it, all right? Because that's the thing, all right? The devil works fast, but you coons work fucking faster, all right? And this is what I be saying. They, they band together, they say all this stuff, and then they support each other, and then people come out and support them, and then it's just the downward fucking spiral. All right. Because look, y'all, <laughs> it's a losing game. All right. Because these niggas be shucking and jiving. These coons be fast, fast lightning. We ain't going to stop. <laughs> OK. But here's the thing. If you know a coon, if there is a coon in close proximity to you, stop them. Get them some help. Find them a job. Get them some hoes, all right? Because I, I am willing to bet American dollars that there is a deficiency of all of those things in their lives, all right? Okay, y'all. You know I want the best for y'all, unless you're a coon or a white man. Then can't do anything for you. Other than that, y'all know what the fuck it is, all right? Y'all know what the fuck it is, okay? Keep tapping in, keep tuning in. Love y'all so much. Um, uh, there will be more 
coon buster episodes where we will be busting up these coons and getting to the meat of the issue. All right. I will never stop coon shaming. All right. As long as I got an Instagram page, which is still on thin ice, y'all. So we got to keep it together. But I'm going to be on these coons asses like stank on shit. All right. So until next week, get some rest, drink some water. Tell yourself nice things. Affirm yourself. Give yourself a hug. Hug somebody you care about. And as always, stay black, y'all. Until next week, peace out.